Welcome back to the Willful FC podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Brezzi. Today we'll be talking about Barcelona's league win, the international break, and the upcoming Champions League round of 16. So let's get into it right now. Welcome to the Willful FC Podcast, episode 32. I'm your host, Natalie Brezzi. And Spain recently was playing in the qualifiers for the Euro 2022. And they qualified in their match against Azerbaijan. They mathematically qualified after beating them 13-0. But they still had a match against Poland. And this match was not a 13-0 win, but it was another win. Big win for Spain. 3-0, 2 from Esther Gonzalez, who has been on fire for her club Levante and for the national team. 7 goals in 2 games, and the 3rd goal was scored by none other than Mapileon, which was lovely to see, especially when it's a defender giving a beautiful header to finish off the match. Multiple Barcelona players were on the pitch. Sandra Paños played the whole 90 minutes. Mapi Leon played the whole 90 minutes, as did Leila Wahabi, Patri, and Alexia. Jenny and Mariona played 75 minutes, and Aitana Bamati came on for the last 15. And so Barcelona... Uh, Barcelona. Well, <laughs> there were a lot of Barcelona players that were critical for Spain's qualifying, but Spain is now on their way to England next year for the Euro. With these three points, they finished their qualifications with only one goal conceded and 48 goals scored. And also, they were undefeated. Which is really impressive considering how much the Spanish national team has evolved in the past. Really the past uh, eight, nine years. Or even less than that. And in other international news, the She Believes Cup was finished and, of course, none other than the United States won it again. Uh, the match day two finished up with U.S. beating Brazil 2-0, Canada beating Argentina 1-0. And on match day three, Brazil beat Canada 2-0 and United States lifted up the trophy after their 6-0 win against Argentina. Well... They're looking very confident. They will have the Olympics soon. We'll see what will happen. And now back to club football. Barcelona came back to the league with a 3-0 win away from home against Eibar. Goals from Melanie Serrano in the 25th, Mariona in the 66th, and Jenny finished off the game with a 3-0 in the 86th minute. Barcelona started off the game with an XI of Sandra Paños in goal, Mapileon, Melanie Serrano, Vicky Lozada leading the game with the captain's armband, Marta Torejón, Mariona, Keira Hamraoui, Alexia, Graham Hansen, Andrea Pereira, and Oshawala. And even in a tough game, Barcelona still manages to get a big scoreline. It's just something that they've been able to do this season, especially, they've done it a lot. They've started to do it last season a bit. 
but this season you think, oh, maybe they're not going to score as much. This could be a close game, maybe just a 1-0. And no, Barcelona will catch you on the break, and they will make you pay for your consequences. And in a game that seems very, very close, they'll end up winning it by 3-0 or even more. Some stats from the game are that Barcelona had 73% of the possession, 17 shots, 16, 6 shots on target, and 7 corners. Barcelona finished off February undefeated. They beat Levante, they beat Logroño, they beat Real Betis, they won the Queen's Cup, and they beat Eibar. And we'll see what happens in March. March will be a busy month for the rest of the Primera Iberdrola. Sporting Huelva lost 2-1 to second place Levante. Valencia tied 2-2 with Tenerife. Real Betis beat Atletico Bilbao 1-0 at home. Raja Vallecano beat Deportivo 3-1, a struggling Deportivo. Logroño tied 2-2 with Santa Teresa. And Real Sociedad beat Real Madrid 3-1. The standings are as follows. Barcelona remains in first undefeated and with 51 points. They still are... They still have three games less than second place Levante. And third place Atletico Madrid who both have 20 games played. Barcelona will have to make up these three games at some point. Who knows when? And who knows if more games will be postponed? But as of right now, they are in first with 51 points and a three-game advantage. It's very nice to have. At the bottom of the table, Santa Teresa with 16 points, Logroño with 14, and Deportivo with 11. Strange to see Logroño down there because they managed to make it to finals, to cup finals, and they've shown good performances but uh, in the league, they're just not having a good time. And finally, it's what we're all waiting for, the Champions League. The round of 16, it's finally time for the elimination matches. This is always very exciting. The Champions, the Champions League is exciting in general. But when it's time for the round of 16, the quarterfinals, the semis, the final... It's just, this is a part of the season that goes by really fast. It's very intense and it's very emotional. Barcelona will be playing against the Danish team Fortuna on Wednesday, March 3rd. Write this down at 4.45. And uh, we don't really know what will happen considering the fact that these teams have probably nerve. I don't believe they've played against each other, at least not in recent years. Um, Fortuna has only... Not, I don't believe they're in first place in the Danish league, but they're definitely in the top three. Um, the first game is at the Johan Cruyff Stadium. And Barcelona definitely is always, as shown since they've started playing in the Johan Cruyff Stadium, that they are always dominant there and they still remain to be undefeated there. Knock on wood, I don't want to jinx them. Um... But they've shown to be a very high-scoring team when they play at home. And they don't concede very much. And from how they've been playing this season, I feel like it won't be a very good day for Fortuna. The thing is, what does Luis Cortes do? Does he start out this first match with all the big names? Does he start out with a big 
um, starting 11 to just score a lot of goals and then make substitutions to give some younger players some playing time and rest others uh, to get ready for the second leg. What does he do? Does he start out with younger players or players who have less minutes and see what they can do against Fortuna? We'll see what happens. I think that he's going to come out with the big the big names and just end it as soon as possible. Not take any chances and then probably make substitutions to give the younger players some time on the pitch. And then in the second leg, which will most likely be more complicated considering the fact that they'll be playing in Denmark. And I think the, the weather conditions will definitely play a factor. And that'll be a closer match. And if the first leg is finished, if they score a lot of goals in the first leg and can just make no chance for Fortuna to make a comeback in the second leg, I think they'll be good. I think in the second leg, they can just try to score some goals, but also just hold off Fortuna, maybe give some younger players some uh, playing time. I think they'll be able to do that. I think it should be pretty easy for Barcelona. You never know what will happen in the Champions League. You never know what will happen against teams you've never played against. I'm sure Fortuna will come out probably having studied well Barcelona. They'll probably come out maybe very defensively, trying to stop Barcelona from scoring. But like I said earlier, Barcelona, even in very tight situations in uh, equal games against very defensive teams, they still managed to get very big score lines. And a lot of players on the team, basically the whole team can score, whether you've got Mapillon in the defense, the entire midfield, or any of the strikers or wingers can score. It's definitely a danger knowing that any of the at least 10 players on the pitch that you're going against can score on you. So I don't know if Fortuna will come and park the bus, if they'll try to score some away goals, which would be good for them. We'll see what happens. But it will be nice to see Barcelona playing in the Champions League again. I remember last season I went to see them play against Juventus at the Johan Cruyff. It's a pity that we can't go. Whatever. I'm trying to get over it. It's still upsetting me. I'm just counting down the days until we can go back to safely go back to the stadiums and watch games in person. So that's Wednesday, March 3rd. Wednesday, people. Other games I'm excited for are Manchester City and Fiorentina. I really like the way the Italian teams have been growing and getting stronger in the past few seasons. So although I do like Manchester City... I would like Fiorentina to, you know, make it really difficult for them. Because I think that could be a pretty good match. Also, Chelsea versus Atletico Madrid. Like I said last episode, I wish both of them could lose. I wish they could both get eliminated. But one of them will win. Um, the first match is in London. So Atletico Madrid will have a bit of a disadvantage there. But um, I think it'll be quite tight. Um, in the second leg. I feel like in the first leg, Chelsea will be more dominant and probably take the win. And in the second leg in Madrid, I think Atletico 
will probably show a better game as they're playing at home and they'll feel more comfortable. But I don't think that they'll be able to overcome Chelsea. I just feel like Chelsea's very solid and they've been doing very well this season. Atletico Madrid, of course, is always a great team, but I don't feel like they're at their best. But teams do change in the Champions League. It's a different league. It's a different opponent. It's not who you're normally used to. Different locations. So that could happen. But I do think it will be Chelsea who comes out on top. At least in that, in that, in the round of 16. Okay. Will Chelsea lift the Champions League trophy? Who knows? I don't think so. But who knows? I hope not. <laughs> Sorry to all the Chelsea fans. Going back to the European domestic leagues in France, Paris and Lyon both played. PSG won 4-0 and Lyon won 2-0. They're both still fighting for the league title with one point between them. PSG in first, 14 wins, only one draw to give them 43 points. And Lyon right behind them with 42 points. And it's the league title is down to them because Bordeaux is in third with 29 points. So it's extremely tight. It's going to go down to the wire very soon on March fi- March 13th, Saturday. These two will be playing. And it's always an exciting match between them. But I think this match will be one of the most exciting that there's been between them in a while. Because PSG is in first. They're not going to want to lose that lead. But Lyon is Lyon, and they will assert their dominance. Also, it'll be played in Lyon, so PSG will have to bring everything as they play for their lives, basically. And in Germany, the league comes back on Friday, March 5th, and currently Bayern Munich remains in first, undefeated, 42 points, Wolfsburg in second with 37 points, and Hoffenheim in third with 28 points. In England, Manchester City lost, not lost, had a big win against Birmingham City 4-0. Arsenal also won 4-0, this time against Ashton Villa. Everton beat Tottenham 3-2. And currently in the league, Chelsea remains in first with 38 points. Manchester City behind them by two points with 36 points. And United in third with 32 points. Arsenal behind with 26 points, but one game less. And in Italy, Sassuolo beat Napoli 1-0. Milan beat Bari 6-1. Inter Milan beat Verona 1-0. Roma beat Empoli 2-0. And league leaders Juventus beat San Marino 3-1. Juventus also remains undefeated after 14 matches. They have 42 points. Milan is in second, trying and trying to catch up to Juventus. They are very close. They have 39 points. Sassuolo in third with 31 points. And Roma behind with 25 points. And to finish off, let me just give you a rundown on Barcelona's schedule for the month of March, at least as planned, like I said. 
uh, Miss COVID could change some plans. But right now, on March 3rd, Wednesday, Barcelona will play against Fortuna in the Champions League round of 16. On Saturday, March 6th, they will go to Santa Teresa for the league. On Wednesday, March 10th, they will go to Denmark for leg two of the round of 16 against Fortuna. And on the 14th, a Sunday, they will play Valencia at home. On the 21st of March, they will go face Rajiv Vallecano away from home. And they will finish out the month March 28th against Sevilla. And once again, thank you so much for listening. If you want to talk about football, hit me up at, at Natalie Berezi underscore on Twitter or at WolfoFC on Instagram. Once again, thank you for listening and tune in next time for another new episode. Goodbye.